What's up, guys, and welcome to A is a Podcast, a podcast where we discuss a variety of topics from comedy, movies, and even mental health. Make sure you rate our channel and tell us what you think. And also follow DJ Sabotage, D-J-S-A-B-O-T-A-J on all socials and C-T-G Mark 10, that's C-T-G-M-A-R-1-0 on all socials. And now the latest episode of A is a podcast with DJ Sabotage. You are now listening to a cutastic beat. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved, it ain't never been the same. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved, it ain't never been the same. Hell yeah, I want it all. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Sabotage, and welcome to A. It's a podcast, and my co-host here, CTG Mark One Zero. What is going on? <laughs> well, I was gonna hit everybody with a A, but oh, you, you you hesitated before the ten. You hesitated on the R. That wasn't even the one in question. Oh. Did it on purpose. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How we doing? Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Oh, I I cannot wait to talk about this particular one. It's been it's been almost twenty years for for me to actually be open about this particular artist. We are going to get down and dirty into the depths of the soul of Mister Kanye Tuda. Yeezy, yay, Oof. West, man, and he is currently to this day. It's, it's March 19th, and we are recording 10, 15 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time, and already five things popped up on him. Yeah. Oh, God, is there more? There is I, more I, as we speak, uh, Chris. Let me clarify. Let me fill it out. It. All right? So it. as of right now, he is currently and still banned from Instagram due to the harassment and the bullying that is also from the guidelines of uh, Instagram and the Meta company. Um, he's also been pulled from the Grammys performances over online behavior. And that is currently what we got. Uh, he is he is going head to head with uh, Trevor Noah, uh, Dio Hughley, uh, you know, Pete Davis, we're on it. And Soulja Boy is also putting his two cents into this whole Kanye, uh, Car, uh, Car Davison uh, couple <laughs> and saying, uh, you do not say those things in front of Kanye West. You got uh, things to be dealt with. So there's a lot going on on today's episode. I'm a, if I have any fans out there today, I feel like I'm going to lose a couple, but I just got to be honest about it. So let's get into it. Let's. I, uh, and, and the thing is, how, man, where, where do we start like this? This man, right, has has been in the front pages for so many years. And he has been. uh known as the big bad wolf after the whole Taylor Swift situation. And that has not been washed 
away from his career. And every time you turn around, he says something that stirs up the world. And and then now. And so where do we even start with this guy other than the fact that he, he started as a producer with Rockefeller and made some tremendous great hits under that label, um, you know, with Jay-Z, uh, with, I'm trying to remember, uh, Benny Single, uh, in, in, you know, paid in full soundtracks. Like, he, he has been a staple for hip-hop <clears throat> since he has started. And when he uh, started to do his solo career, Rockefeller, Rockefeller Records didn't want to sign him as an artist. They wanted to keep him in a box as a producer. And as much as Kanye was like, yo, I'm, I'm good with the checks that you give me as a producer, but I'm much more. Even Jay-Z said in an interview that they just kept him in the box because they didn't want him to be an artist. They wanted him just to be who he was. And so he put up his own money that he has earned from Rockefeller and put it into uh, Through the Wire music video and pretty much pay MTV to play that video. No one wasn't even thinking of, of Kanye as an artist. So he paid his way to have this particular uh, video shown on MTV and ended up being uh, something to look at because he had a car accident, his, his jaw was wired shut. And despite having his jaw wired shut, he went through the studio and recorded this album or this track and continue to work through those pains. Once that happened, Rockefeller still didn't give him the knowledge that he deserved, even with uh, late registration, still didn't get the, the, the rights that he deserved. So when it came to uh, graduation, which was to me, uh, one of his greatest albums of all time, it was at, at his peak of his career. He was a damn near household name by this third album. Uh, he dropped the the stronger uh, hit that was also produced by Timberland that no one knows about, and also sampled uh, Daft Punk's uh, single, and he became Michael Jackson instantly. Lady Gaga and Kanye was supposed to team up for this tour, and that was going to be amazing because she was up and coming and she was hitting her peak, and he was hitting his peak, and that would have just been one of the greatest. Uh, shows of all time. And then his uh, mother passed away um, uh, due complications of, of surgery. And on top of that, his breakup with his fiance at the time. And that spiraled him down to the seven layers of hell, as I like to call it. <laughs> and well, I like to call it, most people call it Hennessy, but it's the seven layers <laughs> of hell. And he goes on stage and interrupts Taylor Swift and says that Beyonce had the best video of all time. And to break that down before we get into that business, Taylor Swift was starting and she was getting to her peak. She started as a country artist, a very, very small uh, uh, known singer. And they switched into more of a pop mix kind of a sound to kind of get her more into the mainstream of the radio because radio at the time was the biggest thing to have as a as an artist to have your singer single be on there um so when she won her first ever moon man it was interrupted by 
a very scary black man. <laughs> Most people would like to say that. Um, so I'm saying it. That's what people were trying to say. And it, that happened. So it lifted her up as this hero and then dropped him down as the villain. And everything else happened. And now we have band performances in the Grammys and Pete Davidson. So I think I covered as much as I can with the Reader's Digest version for most people. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> well, what do you think? Say, hell, you, you could have even backed it up even further. Uh, he was essentially the coffee kid in the studio. Um, yes. I was listening to a story where, imagine this world, where Nick Cannon is recording an album and Kanye's asking him what coffee he wants him to get. Like, So you, you cannot take anything away from... Yay, ye, ye, yay. I, yay. I mess up his name. Is it yay or ye? Because he said it's from the Bible. It's the most commonly used word from the Bible, but the most commonly word in the Bible is ye. Ye all be faithful and ye, but he's saying yay. So I don't understand fully the name change or what he's saying it's coming from. But the one thing, level of genius, um, and anytime you have those conversations about somebody's level of genius, you also more than often not have the same conversation of like, where does insanity and genius, you know, cross? Where is that line? And I feel like Kanye is really towed that line a lot of times. Um, and you can say that for a ton of artists, um, not just Kanye. Uh, if you don't think that, whether it be music or art or poetry or especially anything art-wise. And I, I would say musicians are probably the, the most extreme that you'll see of this. Um, when you have so many accolades, people will look at you as a genius. Uh, you can look back as far as you want through every era of artists and Anyone that finds success or does whatever they, David Bowie, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, the list, Motley Crue, they they were like, they were revol. The same words are always used. They're revolutionary. They're genius. They're they're transcending. They're they're be they're beyond their years. And if you haven't noticed, with a lot of the artists that are like that, they do a lot of really terrible things sometimes and sometimes they get a pass for the sake of like oh well that's part of the genius or that's part of the art um i can't take anything away from kanye west he has earned every bit of everything that he has uh i think he's worked his ass off he was not born with a silver spoon um he is you know he just he would grind and grind and grind and I do think his music's amazing. Um, for me, uh, uh, Dropout, College Dropout, uh, that was the album that was, for me, like, oh, shit, like, this guy's, uh, or no, I'm sorry, is it just College? I'm messing up the name of the album now. The um, College Dropout, and then it's it was uh, Late Dropout. Registration, yes. Yeah, College Dropout for me was the one that was like, holy shit, this dude's, <laughs> dude's amazing. Like, you know, um, and yeah, if you don't understand what's going on with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian and Kanye West right now, like you have to be living under a rock 
we we couldn't spend the next hour or two hours explaining everything that's going on with it. Um, if you don't know, by all means, go to Twitter. Uh, look out of an open window. You'll hear about it. It's out there. <laughs> like it, <laughs> you don't have to dig hard. Um, so to me, this is this is so many steps because. This entire situation covers so many facets of so many different things between mental health, um, how uh, I think black men are viewed in this country by what they say and what they do, how men are able to overstep boundaries when it comes to exes, how women have to deal with harassment. Like there is so much to fucking, sorry, I know we're trying not to drop that one. There's so much to talk about when it comes to this between her supposed to be a protected form of comedy artists who are supposed to be able to portray disturbing things and covered under the guise of art and not, you know, threat, like you, you pick a topic here and you've got it. And they're, they're, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know where to start. You know, maybe you have some better direction because I have my opinions on multiple facets of multiple different avenues of these situations. So maybe we just start with one and see if we lead into a couple others. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And, and I, and again, I'm a fan of yay. I've been a fan of his and I know that he has flaws. So that's one of those things I kind of want to put out there before we start getting into the depths of uh, Mr. Kanye West, uh, because I don't want people to be thinking, oh, he's just this, that, or whatever. I followed his craft because it links up to what I was going through. Um, and almost album by album, it linked up to what I was going through. Uh, so I understood, you know, the pain, the suffering of, of trying to get yourself heard and getting pushed back. And you know you got something great. You know you have something that the world needs to hear and the world needs to see. Not even the world, just the people around the corner. Like you want to be able to put your your efforts out and you can't because you have someone that you thought was your brother, your big bro, your your mentor, your your person that was supposed to take you to the next level, keep shunning you and keep pushing you back and keep pushing you back and and not getting paid for a performance that you did. Uh, you try to step over and be like, hey, I'm also a DJ. I'm also a performer. I'm also doing this. But then when you think you have that gig, the last second, they're like, nah, man, your dude took that gig, you know, and you knew you had talked to him, you know what I'm saying? And so you, those betrayals are happening. And then people around you, your friends that you believe that are your friends and you and, and was riding with you, you start to realize they weren't riding with you. They were just riding and, and coattailing your, your success and talking behind your back and, and bringing your name down. So it's hard to try to, to become something and want a team behind you when there's no one around you. So it's hard for you to keep silent of your creativity because you are ashamed, not necessarily ashamed, but you are afraid to even bring it up because you know what happens after. 
So therefore, people look at you weird and and look at you kind of funny when you start getting a bit aggravated in your voice when you're saying, no, it's this way. You have to understand what I'm trying to get you like <laughs> we have to follow. Like for me, it was Harry's. Harry's was the biggest moment because for me, that was really the first time I was able to be myself and really show people like, yo, I can turn this mother mother around and, we did. and you have to understand this i sat down with the the owner and i told him like yo your building <laughs> is too spacey for 10 people put me in here and yeah. we will pack this bitch and we did it was got to the point where he was like hey you have a birthday coming up you throw your own birthday you don't have to pay me nothing and i wrapped the building around so, but it only took someone to believe in you and say, yo, I'm, I'm going to give you this shot. Don't, don't kill it, you know, but I'm going to give you this shot. So I, I feel for Kanye in that matter because he had stuff. And then you yep. see these whack DJ, like these whack artists coming through the door and not even putting in two cents of a hundred that he was trying to put in. And they're signing them right on the dot. So I get that situation. I get the whole big brother. You, you were a mire. He, he was admiring Jay-Z and what he was, his accomplishments. And what he was doing was trying to prove him like, hey, I, I can be you. And he wasn't getting it until he got there for Jay-Z to be like, okay, I see where you at now. But it had to take him that long to get there. So that I understand. And then I never really understood it until I lost my, you know, my parents, how, crazy mentally it becomes it, it's it's like a chemical imbalance or something that happens where you lose a parent and you can't call them no more you can't go over there and get their advice anymore you, you know you can't hear them give you encouragement to move forward and do something better now you have to answer for yourself and you can't how can you answer for yourself where your your own filter is gone so that's where Kanye I see that he was going through he was going to that moment of I lost the backbone of my whole thing. The only reason I was in here just to make her proud. And she is not here to tell me that she is proud. Yeah. Who can. So he has to find someone to fill those shoes. And he couldn't. He couldn't. You see who he was trying to follow. And these are just not stable people themselves. So he was following an unstable market just so he could fill himself with okay if this person is happy that means i'm good that i'm i'm satisfying you and then when they just you know do stuff that that goes against whatever he feels he goes off he goes crazy because he doesn't have a filter to kind of calm it down now i am not defending what he says and does because at the end of the day there's a moment where you have to take it back and be like all right i i was an asshole for doing that you know but I get his frustrations. I I can I can understand uh, where he can have his frustrations. I can understand um, a lot of things. Um, what I can't how do I put this? I started noticing the thing with Kanye is that 
he's usually somehow one way or another wrapped up embroiled in or uh 100% the focus of controversial issues and it wasn't until man i want to maybe this one i don't know maybe one of the last ones he's always wrapped up in something and at one point you know like with people i work with i have to have to remind myself of this sometimes because i really like an employee or you know i see a lot of potential in an employee and maybe they end up in an argument with somebody and then two weeks later they are mixed up with some drama with this person and i've noticed with this these kind of people it's never their fault it's always usually them trying to justify doing something correct that tie themselves into something that is either negative or controversial and it took me a long time to realize this that if you have a person that you know 10 different people with 10 different personalities all have the same problem with that one person and they're they become the common denominator and then all they do is they find a way to self justify their behaviors um by either a playing the victim or b playing the hero and i can say now that especially in this situation i've now seen it enough times with kanye that i don't believe him anymore i've now seen the victim and the hero too many times to where if you're constantly in the spotlight for what's considered either controversial or unacceptable and you're constantly either the victim or the hero a lot of the times the actual problem is just you and again where we can unpack and unload this whole situation from 50 different vantage points it's the only one that in every vantage point that i see has the same resolution i get that you know what i'm saying like i get that if i look at it as a you know and again i have to i have to remove the fact of i have to look at it at two different points I have to look at it as these are extremely 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 rich individuals that sometimes a lot of the same rules don't apply to. Right. Right? And when I look at it like that, I go, "Yep, not Kanye's still being shitty right now." And then I have to look at it like, "Okay, this is a uh, you know, a black man and a I'll be honest, I don't know what the shit Pete Davidson is. He is a hodgepodge of a collection of races." I don't know what he is. He's Staten Island and like he looks like he's from Staten. Island. <laughs> But again, I can't say a white guy or a Italian guy or his I I don't know. Fuck, he does. I don't think he knows. He doesn't know what he is. <laughs> and then obviously the Kardashians, I don't know what they are either because they don't look like they did 10 years ago. It's too hard to classify <laughs> plastic. You have a black man, a a mutt and a plastic girl you have a barbie a border collie and a black man like no it just but again though none of those factors actually come into the argument here it doesn't matter i don't think of the race or their background or any of this you have to me you have a ex-husband you have a new boyfriend and you have an ex-wife and for this one particular situation it seems that money race all those things none of it has a factor 
to do with what you have currently is the ex-husband of a woman that is openly harassing. He is, I, I, I can't say stalking because I, I actually had to look at this. Someone made a counter argument that I was reading that stalking uh, usually implies like following or some uh, threat of physical uh, attainment. Um, and so maybe stalking is not the correct thing. But he's also, from what we've seen, openly lying. Um, and he's playing the victim. He he made a post about, I'm fighting so hard to see my kids. I, I'd do anything to see him, da-da-da. And Kim literally responded and was like, you need to stop. You literally picked the kids up for school today. And then he said the same thing, like, uh, she's doing whatever it takes to keep me away from my kids, da-da-da. And then they posted a picture of, him and one of his children at a basketball game. And so I'm I, I don't buy it anymore. Like I understood it when he came out and he said about George Bush, the president doesn't like black people. Okay. Was there a lot of evidence for that? I don't know. I don't remember. I was fairly younger at the time. Could that possibly be true? Maybe it, I didn't have the same viewpoints as other people in the world. There maybe were other people that felt that same way about George Bush at the time. I think I was like in sixth grade, like I, maybe eighth grade. I, I wasn't looking at the world like that at the time. Um, was it absolutely ridiculous what he did to Taylor Swift? Yep. Um, did I, you know, lose respect from him when he brought a bunch of people onto albums and then cut them because he didn't like their viewpoints? Yep. Did I think he was absolutely ridiculously fucking unhinged and insane? when he said that black people probably chose to stay in slavery because they did it for 400 years and they could have just rose up and walk out of it. Yeah. Like this dude has been so full of shit too many times. It's it's, I don't expect to see any good from him anymore. And I think what he's doing right now is completely just ridiculously unacceptable and it's disgusting. And it's destroying his leg. I'm sorry. It's destroying his legacy. And I feel so bad for his children because whether this is a gimmick or whether this is something to promote the new album or the new Kardashian show or whatever it is, these kids have to see this and their friends have to see it and talk about it and listen to it. And that's heartbreaking. Like that's the one thing I want to do as a father is not be an embarrassment to my children. And I don't think I would do that for any sake or measure or clout or anything if I thought that my child may have to go to school or see their friends and they'd be like, you're, they're talking about your daddy being crazy on TV. Like that's, I'm sorry. Like, so I don't care to me, whatever this is, what, if it's real or if it's a promotion, it's disgusting. And especially the stuff with Trevor Noah, I think everything Trevor Noah said was damn near spot on. And then for Kanye to come out and say to me what I, and it, again, it just me, I think it was absolutely racist shit he said. And, you know, people sometimes there's a whole new argument about racism saying like, well, you have to be somebody that's oppressed to be racist. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. If you're a guy that was born in America and you have to be black and you're talking about somebody that's from Africa and you call him, I don't even remember what the fuck he called him. Cause it grossed me out. I saw it. I was like, Jesus, it was like Booga Yuga or some shit. Like, He's calling his name is Trevor Noah. It's not some 
bullshit made up African name. Like to me, that's not acceptable. And I'm tired of him getting passes for being a good artist. And I'm not just him, other people. I'm so tired of the rich. I was just, I was thinking about this, about like how many times has this happened? And it clicked in my head. I was like, wasn't there like an eighties rock star that literally was hammered on drugs, wrecked a car, killed people and got off of this. And it was Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Yep. Literally murdered people. Didn't even go to jail. <laughs> they cleaned up his Porsche. They they wiped the victims off the front of his hood and were like, well, you're part of Def Leppard. I'm so sick and tired of the powerful and the elite not being held to the same standards as normal Americans. And even on a higher note on that, the biggest thing Trevor Noah said that I agree with 100%, and I've seen it firsthand, is that if somebody with face the things of exes bullying and harassing her new boyfriend and not being to say, okay, we're moving on. I'm good. If she deals with that shit, what does every other woman in the world deal with? And trust me, I don't like Kim Kardashian, but what I see her going through right now with Kanye, I think about if it was one of my daughters, if I was the, the, the dad of Kim Kardashian right now, hell or high water. And I, you have a little girl, you know, you would not let your daughter go through what that's going through right now with any other man, kids, no kids. I understand it gets complicated, but it's unacceptable. That man is supposed to be an icon. He is supposed to be a role model. And if he doesn't want to be cool, don't be, but don't play the victim right now. And that's what he's trying to do. And it's, it's disgusting to me. So to clarify, um, the George Bush doesn't care about black people. Um, the, the evidence back, back then was uh, George Bush during the uh, Katrina uh, hurricane. He didn't show up at all for like seven days. And there was a lot of people in poverty that were uh, drowned, uh, you know, no housing, no home, nothing like that. And then the demographic of that particular area the majority were black people. So oh, yeah. that oh, was, he was probably spot was, on. Yeah. So, so that part was, was definitely there. Um, but no, I, you know what? I like, I get every bit of it. And, and the, and this is where it gets a little tricky because now if it was my daughter and, and she has to go through with the situation at hand, first off, I tell her, stop getting fucking married. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you figure First you off, think number five or six is gonna be the one, you know? Don't do that. <laughs> but two, yeah, like there'd it, be one of those moments where it'd be like, all right, you know, you know, man to man, you need to you need to quit that. But this is where it gets a little tricky because Kim Kardashian isn't some ordinary, you know, Jane Doe. This is her track record, and if you look back in her track record, it's literally. To be in a relationship, leave the relationship and go straight into another relationship. And it's a script from each person that she went through. It's either she loves them a lot and then she gets annoyed by them and she loves them a lot and gets annoyed by them. And then kind of goes in this whole whole routine. She would have a dude literally right before she would break up with them or get divorced with them. And then she runs off with that particular person. So she has a track record. Pete Davidson definitely has a track record. And he does this thing where supposedly in sources um, that he will post intimate photos to the girl's exes to get them riled up and say, you're not going to have this anymore. 
Um, so the sources were saying that that's why Ariana Grande broke the engagement off with Pete Davidson because he did the same thing to Mac Miller. Yep. And then like months later, he ends up passing away. Um, so in that particular situation, that was a bit too much for him to be, you know, telling him I'm in bed with your wife, knowing everything that's been going on with the picture. And like, to me as a man, I, I would go, I would go off on it as well. Like it's one thing to say, yo man, uh, stop putting this on social. It hurts your kids. You know, that's one thing. But if you're going to sit there and say, I'm in bed with your wife, that's kind of, you're calling shots at that moment in my eyes and that, and I, and I agree with, with the celebrity world. And that's one thing I, I said way back in the day, if I ever been in an A-list club or room, I can't be surprised by what I see. And that's, that's one thing that a lot of people in the small world who are, who fantasize being in Hollywood, fantasize of being an influencer and all this type of stuff, they have to understand that the world is devilish. The world is harmful. The world is what it is. And yes, it's okay. To, it's cool to be in that world, but be mindful of the fact that you have people who look at your life as less than. So they can kill you and not think about it. That's what I'm really trying to say. Um, so is this a PR stunt? Who knows? Because even, even Kim Kardashian said in an interview that she's going to reveal everything on her show on her show and here comes kanye running around talking about you know beating pete davidson's ass talking about how bad of a mother she is and all these random stuff and she's not once put herself on instagram live and say look guys this is what's going on at this moment i'm not going to discuss anymore I just wanted to let y'all know I am aware of what's going on and we want this to stop, but I will explain more on my show. Right. Be, I would respect her more doing that. I, because at the end of the day, she's using that as a ratings ploy. For sure. There's lives, there's lives at stake. And the reason I say that is you have a man that clearly stepped into the marriage before. They broke up. And here he is saying, I'm in bed with her. And this is it's not it's not a small man mentality kind of situation, right? You're talking about millionaires. If Kanye's not going to do it, someone else will. And it's not going, if it's not going to be another celebrity, it will be another fan. Now, I will clarify this. When Drake and Kanye had their beef, and then Kanye reveals Drake's address, and then clarifying, it, it was already known that you can actually type in Drake's address on Google and it pops up. So it's not like it was a real disc because nothing was really private. But he, when that happened, Drake's fans went to Donda's house and vandalized it. Yeah. Drake didn't say, hey, fans, go out there and vandalize the home. These fans took it upon themselves and did it. Right? Right. And if you pull it back to hip-hop with Biggie and Tupac, which is still unsolved, which, you know, some of us already know who did it, but it's still unsolved. 
because it was actions that was outside of those two artists. So for Pete to say all that stuff, that, bro, just just dig her down and leave it to be. Like, you know, that's kind of how I feel. And then when it comes to Kanye, boy, go back and make more shoes. Like, <laughs> right. And, and that's know? what I wonder, and too, I, is like, as, you know, because I want to say that the Kim Pete thing, I want to say that started like what, October? It was when she was on SNL, right? So like October of 21 is when they're rumored to have like started dating and all this shit and whatever. Right. Kanye and Kim broke up the spring before that, like six months before that ish. Because I remember the whole headline of him and uh, uh, Arana, what the hell was her name? Arana Shank or Arana, uh, the model. She has a crazy ass name. Uh, let me look it up. Hold on. Damn. Hold on. Arena Shake or Shock. Um, I think she's a French model or something. She's beautiful. But, but right. here's the thing I don't get because I, I've heard that argument too of, you know, the comments of like, oh, I'm in bed with your wife and this and that. Like, they're de- okay. So if I'm looking at it from Kanye's point of view, if it's truly something that's involving my kids that are stopping me from having visibility or seeing them or doing this, which that seems to be at every corner, absolutely not true. The man posted a post the day of him taking one of his children to a basketball game about she is has not let me see my kid in months. Six hours later, ESPN posted a picture of him, and I think it was Northwest at a basketball game. But, but do we even know what happened in between that? No, if I'm being completely honest, I think he's an absolutely self-absorbed narcissist that when he doesn't absolutely get his way every single way that he wants it, he thinks he's a victim. So, and to clarify, and to clarify that, um, a lot of artists have came forward um, against Kanye, even years back, where he does kind of have these episodes where they have said, like, okay, uh, we we tried doing this, he went this way. We tried to compromise, he went this way. So yeah, go he's, ahead. He's literally made comments that he's a god. And I thought maybe there was going to be a punchline afterwards. I thought maybe he was going to say, in my world, in my realm, in my, you know, Eminem talks about being a rap god, right? I don't actually believe Eminem thinks he's a god. Kanye has made comments that he looks at himself as a new vestige of God. His, His outlook on religion is insane. I didn't exactly know you know, what the whole Sunday service thing was where that he was inviting Pete to. Uh, so I, I looked at it and it, it it's, it's almost closer to an, a cult, not a, let me clarify this, not a, a cult. And it, it's an occult. O C C U L T. It's almost closer to that than it would be a normal Sunday service. Cause what I thought it was, was, a religious thing like a very let's you know and again they do talk about god and things like this that but there's also some very self-serving sermons he's had and i 100 believe 
that he looks at himself as better than most. And when you are rich and you are famous and you have success, I get that. I understand that many people do. I think he even takes it a step further. So when he mentioned, he, I watched the whole video where he's like, I had plans for my kids to come to Sunday service. And all of a sudden, you know, I don't remember which child it was, was Saint or East or North or Antarctica or whatever the hell their names are. I'll be honest. I don't follow them that much. I don't like rich people. I don't have any like isms. I don't have any. I don't have any, you know, I don't care what you are. I don't care what your sex is. I'm not racist. I'm not sexist. I'm not home. I'm nothing. If I'm anything, I'm whatever it is when you dislike rich people. Uh, Anti-elitist, maybe. I guess you can throw that title on me. I'm serious. Once you get a certain amount of money, I no longer understand you and you no longer understand me. Our lives are completely different. Our outlooks on the world are completely different. Um, so if I have an ism or an ist, it is I don't like ridiculously rich people because I know too many damn people that are struggling just to see if they're going to be able to afford gas or bread and cheese or you know lunch for their kids. And to think that these people have so much ridiculous amounts of money, they can do whatever they want and get away with whatever they want. And that there isn't some kind of better way to redistribute wealth. And trust me, I am sure the Kardashians can show you taxes of all the money they've donated. I'm sure Kanye can show you videos of him giving back to places. They all do it. And guess what? They write it off on their taxes the next year. That helps them save you more money. And it's all bullshit. It's all smoke show. That's true. So I have... Like, I don't mess with like the super rich. I don't even like them. Um, when I, when people ask me about somebody or something, if they correlate to the idea of like, check out my rolls or check out these $7,000 sneakers or do this, I, I don't like you no more. Like, I don't, I, I think it's ridiculous. And who knows, maybe one day I'll be in that position. And I hope I do a better job of truly helping the people that I can, but when I see this behavior, it just infuriates me even more to think all this time and energy, right? All right. Uh, what's he working on? Uh, Donda 2? He's working on It's coming out, right? Yep. It's out. And his yep. last 14 posts have been about a fucking SNL guy? Why? If, if this is a publicity stunt, for one, it ain't funny because men, women, and children actually go through this shit in real life and people get killed over it. Okay. So it's not funny if that's the game. And if it's real, grow up and handle your business and shut up about it. I'm so sick of people being on Facebook talking about like, uh, my baby daddy beat me again, da, 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 to where I only have a shred of self-respect for Kim Kardashian not talking about this is because it's trashy to talk about it. Handle your affairs well, to me behind. Those well, doors. for for me, for me that I'm still on I'm still on yay side on this because of the fact that I know how she plays the game, and yeah, sure we can say that you know she's just trying to take the high road of the situation, um, and only reason like for me I believe the only reason that she's taking the high road in the situation is because you let the wolf yell 
enough to where it's on him. Yeah, it's not even the high road. It's and, the smart road. And that's and that's that's my part of of with, with Kanye is he's overconfident. He's been overconfident to a point where people look at it as as arrogant. And when he got to a certain plateau in a, in a tax bracket, it just becomes more of it. Yeah. And it is, and it also just seems like growly. I want it, and you can, you know, I'm greater than you. I'm, you know, and it's okay. Like I can't necessarily say for him to say, "I am God," as a bad thing because I know we we mentioned it earlier in our podcast, and when I said, uh, "I am the shit." But I also say I am the shit at what I do and also encourage people to feel that same way. Whatever creativity that you're working on, say that I am the shit at what I do, because that motivates you more than having someone outside saying, boy, you're doing good. So he's been doing that um, and he's been doing it since he started. And everyone looked at him as, man, how are you going to call yourself a genius? And you barely even made your first track. You know, but he's calling himself a genius. Back then, everyone was like, oh, dope. That's that's pretty damn awesome to be overconfident. Now they're like, oh, no, you're just an asshole for saying you're overconfident. And in reality, it's like maybe he's still holding on to that mentality of this is how I achieved greatness on my own. Now, is he too vocal? Hell yes. I think he needs to dial it back. But that's where it becomes the issue that he doesn't have a team behind him that says, bro, bro, because every person that is around him are too afraid to look at him and say, bro, bro, because it hits to a certain stature. Michael Jackson had that same, that same problem. No one in his team said, bro, children though, bro, leave the children alone. Even though you might, you may not done it, Leave them children alone and focus on your music. No one stuck up and said that because they didn't want to lose their pay. They didn't want to lose their check. They're too afraid to say it. No one in Kanye's group is saying, man, maybe you need to step off of that Twitter a little bit, man, and just kind of focus on what you're doing. Because there's, there's, there's a mental health situation that's going on in here. And he doesn't understand, like, yo, I'm saying all this stuff, and I don't understand why people are looking at me mad. I'm a black man who don't see my kids. We get this. But you don't have to keep saying it every single day. Like, we know you, you're struggling with this divorce. We know that Kim Kardashian is, is with a guy that could possibly, quote, unquote, be better performance in the band than you. That's, that's a source. Uh, but even all this stuff could hurt you. There's no reason for you to be out here saying all that stuff. Will it? Will it hinder his his legacy? I don't think so because he did the same thing with the hotel Swift situation. And look where he's at now. Um, to clarify, the the Donda Two album, he uh, said he would not release it on on your streaming, you know, Apple, your Spotify's. He's putting it all in his uh, Steam uh, stem player device which the stem player devices cost $200 within 24 hours. It sold what? 200 million in 24 hours over the album. And the billboard is saying that, you know, they can't use that 
as eligible for the charts. But besides the point, the album came out, was highly successful, $200 million sold. Um, but back to everything, it's, it's PR moves, right? You have issues with your family. You almost had to step back. And as a normal person like myself, and I've gone through my, my stuff previous episode, I understand that in that sense of way. Like, you don't have anyone to really talk about, so you, you use that for other things. But social media ain't one of them. And especially for someone who being that successful, social media ain't one of them. Just look at what, what happened with Trump. He had to turn around and, and make his own app just so he can talk shit <laughs> because <laughs> because there's guidelines there's guidelines to it and you're you're not above a guideline i and i'm not i'm not accusing you of it i just i, I see it too many times with celebrities uh the the can you imagine like like for real just like uh if for example you know let's just roll reverse because you you know my wife and let's say like we split up and you two started dating and i found a a dummy or a caricature or something that looked like you and i buried it alive and posted on my facebook like what would happen to me after that you know what i'm saying like no i get that like, no i get that the i get that's that. what pisses me off about celebrities is and again i think he's chalking it up to like artistic values or some uh bullshit the the easy i think it's called easy or something yes. um where he even i guess literally puts in the lyrics can't wait to beat pete davidson's ass um guys same is from this crash so i can kick pete davidson's ass that's the line yeah why yeah <laughs> like you know and i well i just i started thinking about like because at first this is one of those like oh that's gotta suck to, like when your girl goes to a downgrade you just gotta burn your ass and i started really thinking about i was like oh that's gotta really burn kanye's ass because like if let's say that uh kim starts dating uh francis and ganu right mma six five right. 285 heaviest hitter in mixed martial arts you think kanye's saying shit then yes you think so <laughs> you i mean oh dude absolutely really think man. So? He would. He would. i don't i, he I think he's a coward i think he i know i think he's an absolute coward i think he's a gaslighter i think he's toxic and as somebody that's appreciated his music for so long it absolutely breaks my heart to finally just be done with them for me i don't care at this point what kanye does going forward i honestly think we got the best out of him around the jesus walks uh videos um i i'm good i'm good on kanye it's been so many little chip shot chip shot chip shot again we could sit here and i, I bet you i could google like if I put in 30 controversial Kanye moments, it'll probably recorrect me and say, did you mean top 50? Like I'm over him. I, and I'm getting to that point in my life as I'm getting older, where like, 
things I thought were funny and cool when I was younger, like the Jackass crew, right? I used to think that that was the funniest stuff in the world. And short of them being on their own little sites and their own little things, doing dumb things themselves, the stuff that they did interacting with everyday normal people that threw off their days or inconvenienced them. I now look at like, you guys are just assholes. So I feel that way with Kanye is like, if this is all promotion, again, it's gross. I, I, I don't, I don't feel for him. I don't feel for Kim. Uh, I, I can't even say I feel for Pete. The only thing I will say is I actually think that Pete Davidson up to this point could have been a lot shittier about this situation and has chosen not to be. This man's a comedian. His only job all day is to talk shit. And I, I can't even tell you how long this whole little controversy thing's been going. It feels like it's been going on for a while. Um, it feels like there's been Instagram posts and they get up and they get deleted and this and that. And, um, for him to have that whole text message thread, which I, I believe Kanye's the one that put out there, right? I don't believe Pete was the one that said like, ha look at me, look at how I got Kanye. He sent those. Mess- I, I can't, I can't clarify because there's one, and this is where the media gets a little twisted and that's, and that's where it gets. That's why this uh, that's why this conversation gets weird because you can't necessarily figure out what's true um, based on even even based on their own personal posts. You can't like you say, is this a PR move? Is this a real life situation? Um, the, the text, you had one side saying that Pete released it and then you had another side that said Kanye released it. But when you look at it, you didn't really see it on his Instagram, right? And then I, you can go know. into like, po- for me, I, yeah. for, for me, he posts shit. And they me, it. He posts shit. And he he leaves. Leaves. I don't know. But for me, <laughs> one of one of my uh, quote unquote clarifications, I go to Twitter a lot, so a lot of stuff you you don't see, or they like took it away. People do not something sleep on Twitter. I tell you right now, and that is the ultimate place. Because exactly, so, you just go straight to Twitter yep. and figure out what you yep. know. Like it's right there. There's no bias. There's, there's no nothing. None. It just posts. Boom. Read it for yourself. Yeah. No analogies. No, you know. Oh, this is how what they meant. No, there are just people being like, check this shit out. Make your own decisions. Cool. So, so my thing is with that is like with Pete. I personally, for me, I never had a bad blow with with Pete. Um, I think Pete is Pete. Oh, he's, I think yeah, he's he always happened. Yeah, he's a little troll. Um, and I think he's getting exactly what he wants and exactly what he needs mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, look at look at his track record of of celebrity women. I mean, realistically, yeah. if I was Pete and I had a a a, a dildo that was made <laughs> in honor of me and it's supposed <laughs> to like turn on when you see him on SNL, like. You have all these things behind you. A, a man who screams in his records should not phase you. Why? Because you're in bed with his wife. Like that's <laughs> that's so I can't I can't get mad at Pete because I understand I get that. Like he he bounced from hot girl to hot girl to hot girl. Yeah. I just personally feel like he jumped into the wrong hot girl at the moment where it needed to be a little cleared off and not saying like not saying like 
Kanye is going to bum rush the room and all that. No, because I personally think Kanye won't go to that level. I'm more saying that he has a following that can turn ugly without him even blinking an eye. So with Pete, is like, you do your thing and we understand what's going on. But man, you shouldn't have said that part. Like, <laughs> it's just, you shouldn't have said, as a man to a man, like, like for example, what you your your scenario, right? If if you if I contacted you and said, yeah, hey man, like the the headless headless man with flowers, like you know, don't do that. I understand mental health is crazy, and I'm going through it too. But all this stuff you're saying, you know, don't be a pussy about it. And then you asking me, oh oh, you gonna you gonna you gonna use profanity where you at? I, you know, I want to see you, and I'm sending send you a picture. With the sheets that you know you bought. <laughs> well, let me ask you this though: if you, you, know? if you were in that position where you were dating somebody, you've been together months, the ex was publicly talking about shit, and like, again, there's there's certain text messages Kanye seems to be cool with sharing, and there's certain things that you can tell there's more of a conversation he doesn't. Much like the one where uh, he literally in the same day was like. Oh, she's not letting me see my kids. Da, da, da. And she replied on, I think Instagram and said, you need to just stop. You literally picked the kids up this morning for school. Right. So, so that part, right. That's where I start questioning Kim. And because it's like, why? It's a, it sounds why? Like a no, I get, no, I get that. But on Kim, right. Forget Kanye, right. Kim, she has the power of social media she always had the power of social media she always had uh sponsors upon sponsors so why would you in strategy put it in comments saying now stop whereas she can have the power to just go right into live and say look guys this is what's going on we're taking the high road right she had the power to just end it there. She didn't. So despite what she's saying on Ellen, despite what she's, you know, only only saying on big popular networks to get them ratings, she can easily take it on herself. She has done this before. And she just doesn't. Wait, so so when so when the Kardashians comes on on, on Hulu, that's when you're gonna sit there in your couch. That's when you're going to start Kardashian crying. That's when you're going to call yourself a victim. That's when you're going to do all that stuff. You had the power on IG Live. You know this. So why would you go straight into comments instead of saying, F you, I'm doing this on my terms. Not the Hulu way. Not the Ellen way. Because you know you're making money off of it. That's fine if you're making money off of it. But what I'm saying is, if you are that disturbed, then you should have ended it before it started. So I agree with you when it said, is this a PR move? Because that part right there, I'm like, all right, now where, where we, where we at with this? Because that doesn't seem right. Like, was that your PR people typing in? Cause that, that's not the, that's not the Kim Kardashian strategy. That's not the, the that's not the gender strategy. Like, no, but I, that's not, you it. know who that is the strategy of though. Who's that? A person that's trying to make a case to get full custody with zero visiting rights to their children. This is yeah, 
yeah. And I, I, I've, I've been watching it. You know, we talk about this all the time on TikTok. Like, I watch a lot of TikToks. There are defamation suits coming out versus this person, that person, that. There are people like uh, there's uh, the Dinesh guy. There's the RX Orsis. There's Aunt Karen. These guys literally call people out for doing terrible, shitty things. They share their information, where they're from. They share where they work at. And they, you know, it's not exactly doxing. But it's just saying, hey, these are the people that did these terrible things. This video, feel free to contact their employer and let them know what kind of person they have for them, right? Some of those guys have come under heat for being accused of doxing, which doxing is where you actually straight up give the information of like, this person lives here. This is where they go at 12 o'clock on a Sunday. And if you happen to do physical harm to them people, oh, so be it. That's highly illegal. What they're doing is a little bit different than that. They're just saying, hey, this is who this person is. But a couple of defamation suits popped up. And all of a sudden, the people that were called out in the videos are now doing these like little celebration videos. They're like, yep, that's all you got to do. Get them lawyers involved. You know, they ain't saying too much shit now. Da, 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 da. Well, one of the guys, especially, they actually showed up to his house, kicked down the door, took his computer, found out that he was storing information about said people that hadn't been saying nothing on TikTok for like three months. They were working on their own counter case. And the first thing the lawyer told him to do, shut up. Don't say a word. Your lack of saying words will give us all the evidence because they keep chirping. And so when I, when I see what's going on with Kim, and I like I said, it almost irked me a bit with, you know, actually, you know what? It didn't hurt me with Pete response because if I'm with somebody for a while in a few months and their ex is consistently posting shit about me, I guarantee you they're having singles conversation where she's like, look at what he said now. At some point, I'm going to hop on there and be like, bitch, my girl now, step fuck back. And yeah, I will call her your wife because I'm in them. She like, think about this. I think Pete Davidson's actually been pretty fairly nice, right? Again, we talked to, he's a, he's a comedian. He is, has the ability to take anything you say or do and make you look stupid for doing it. The whole bit about Kanye a year ago being like, yeah, this is the real me. I'm off my meds. Get back on them. They're not that bad. <laughs> like that killed. People still circulate that. Okay. Kanye named him Skeet. Okay. Lil John explained to us exactly what Skeet is. And you're telling me that a comedian like Pete can't turn the nickname that he gave him into something else about talking about his wife. If he really wanted to be an asshole, you couldn't be like, and this is just me off the top of my head. Like, Hey, thanks for the nickname of the thing that I give your wife every night. He could be shittier about it. Again, I just want, you know, I don't mess with comedians. Like it's their job to eviscerate people and be funny and make them look bad. So I don't know, man. Like I, I've really struggled with this. When we said we were going to talk about this conversation, I, and I'll be honest, I really thought I was going to be in the minority thinking of being, because I've seen it too many times of artists that get passes for bad behavior. But you look at uh, Kanye, when he shit on Beyonce and Jay-Z with this whole Trump stuff, when you looked at him asking Billie Eilish for an apology for Travis Scott, I, I could go down a list of shit of just, I'm so just over Kanye. And I can still love and appreciate his music like we talked about on the last, last podcast because of somebody's personal life should not take away from the art and the things that they created. I will listen to his music. I, you know, I will try to appreciate what, what he does artistically, 
but as a person i just think he's trash other people look at him like he is a jesus some people look at him like a god and like and that's fine i've got so many other artists that i can follow and appreciate and like that do great things i personally just don't have time for kanye anymore there's so many chances i think somebody gets and if somebody if something doesn't happen to him i'm not worried about him doing stupid um what's the old dude's name uh whack 100 is that that ring a bell um that sounds familiar he's a he's part of kanye's crew he's a big dude he's a nasty dude he's an og he was on a podcast and uh the guy brought up hey what has kanye said about you know we'll call him skeet is it on site you know, you walk out the door, Skeet's walking down the road. Is it game over for Pete Davidson? He's like, I'm gonna tell you right now. Kanye told us to have no contact with Pete Davidson. We are not to engage with Pete Davidson, and we are not to say a single negative thing about Pete Davidson. And the guy like looked at him. He's like, You're his crew. After all the shit, and all, he's like, Listen, all I'm gonna say is that we we ain't messing with Pete Davidson. Next question, which again leads me to believe that this is a publicity stunt. And if it is, it's gross. It's not okay. There are people that deal with real life shit like this that end up Well, hurting, it's, you know? it's a PR stunt for the whole team, though. Exactly. I mean, and if it's all of them, even grosser. It is all and of them. That's what I'm saying. It is all of them. Even grosser on all of them. It's all yeah, of them. Yeah. I mean, Kim just it's had that bullshit them. about women don't want to work hard. They don't. Shut up. You didn't even work hard in your sex state. Shut up. She's trash. Yeah. It's like, and, and and that's the thing, like I think the problem, like again, I think what the problem with, with Ye is he's way too vocal. Like with the whole Jay-Z and Beyonce situation, there's a lot of stuff that happened in between certain things that people don't know about as to why when he got vocal, they just Jay-Z and Beyonce kind of was like, you know, stepped away from it. And I think that's the problem with him, is he doesn't understand where. You try, let's say, to, to say the truth, you're going to end up being the bad guy. Thanks to Ta- Taylor Swift. Like, ever since the Taylor Swift situation, he is remained the bad guy, i.e., like Chris Brown. Ever since the whole Rihanna situation, yes. Has Chris Brown been successful? Hell yeah. He's been, he's been breaking records every year, every album, every song or something that he's breaking. Still gross. But he can't go to the mainstream ever. Yeah. Because he's going to be labeled as a woman beater. Now, he's only a woman beater because it was on news. Now, if you look into the list of people who have been women, who have been assaulting women and all that, who's not being been outed, they're still out there and they're still number one. Yeah. So I said, like, literally, I don't like rich people. I, I've, try, I've right. tried to explain this yeah. to people like, I have a, a ton of things I dislike about Trump. I could spend hours talking about things I dislike about Trump as a person. Number uno, rich. You don't know what it's like to struggle. And when you don't know what it's like to struggle, I don't have respect with you. And even with somebody like Kanye or Pete, definitely not Kim. Even if you started most of your life not knowing what it's like, not struggle. I want to say around year 10. Yeah, I'll give it around year 10 because from how I grew up, right? 
up until I was about mm, 23, 24, I, I knew how to survive off like $30 a week. And over the last 10 years, I've been what I will now call lower middle class. And I don't remember how to survive off $30 a week anymore. So for me, in my head, in 10 years, I forgot how to survive being poor. Okay. I can only imagine the difference of being pretty poor and going to ridiculously rich, right? Ridiculously rich, too rich. None of them need all that money. They could give away half of it, be perfectly fine, reinvest and get it back in two years. So to be that kind of gap, to go from poor to lower middle class is what I'll give myself at and be like, okay, man, I, man, I remember it was like eating mac and cheese and hot dogs every day. I don't remember it was like when I could even only afford like a six pack of Bud Light and ramen noodles. Okay. And that was just going from being able to be like, Hey, I can actually have chicken and right and healthy dinners each night. And I can make sure my car notes paid things like that. And I don't remember that. You're, you're not telling me that it, even if you grew up as poor as you could absolutely grow up poor a decade of being pampered and uh, having yes men around you and getting every car you want, every house you want, vacation homes, but any trip you want, any pizza clothing you want, any business op, you don't, you don't remember it. And if you do, cool. I'm not saying that's everybody. People like Common, people like Kendrick, uh, Jay, uh, Dre, M. Like I think a ton of them go back and they say, I want to not forget where I came from. I'm not 100% sure Kanye's that guy. And again, it's it's the comments for me that he's made that made me lose respect for him chip at a chip at a chip at a time. And I'm like, he's going to come back with something better. He's going to come out and just say, hey, I would mentally was not in a good space. And I've been waiting for that what feels like forever. Like I said, he I, and people have tried to spin this in a million different ways. So I got tired of it. And... Um, I just, I I've watched it from beginning to end to end of the beginning. I've watched him explain it afterwards when he went to TMZ and said like slavery was a choice. You're telling me you were somewhere 400 years. That sounds like a choice to me when he, uh, criticized Harriet Tubman he said she never actually freed slaves. She, she just had them work for other white people. And again, tried to explain that years later. Like it's all gross to me. Everything about this man is gross. Um, what was the other thing? He had a big thing um, when he was, uh, he, and again, I'm perfectly fine with people shitting on the Kardashians. They're not good people either. But after, after they split up, after all the kids, after all this shit, he's going to bring up that Kim had a secondary sex tape with Ray J and if it wasn't for him, it would have got out. He went and grabbed the computer personally and made all this. None of that shit needs to be out there. All right. I could, I could personally think Kim Kardashian is the biggest piece of trash human in this history. It doesn't matter. Them kids don't know nothing about what their mom did, what their dad did. They will find out. And I will say, I think, I, I mean, look at this way. I, Kim, the one thing I'll give her, because again, I still think she's a terrible person. She is fighting to get people out of jail for certain crimes that she that, that now aren't existent, and she's done it. That's one of the cool things I can say about Kim Kardashian. Much after that, I ain't got nothing that good. I really don't. I really, really don't. I got no love for her. 
the Pete Davidson, I don't give a shit about. All I can look at is somebody that I actually had a ton of respect for as a man, as an artist, and I can look at the behavior he has. We can try to justify it through uh, mental illness. That's fine. He feels better not being on medication. He feels like this is the real him. Well, if this is the real him, it ain't good. It needs to be better. You're you're a person of that stature. You're you're a god. You're the best. You're you're the underrated. You're you're the the new word. Then live up to it and be somebody positive. He's not doing that, and I want to see that from him because I have seen it from him. He 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 spotlights artists and he brings people up, but he also shits on people for no damn reason. And again, he acts like the victim. Stop acting like the victim. There's nothing. There's nothing about him being victimized right now. Not really. And again, if this is a publicity stunt, it's gross because he's showing he's showing young men a behavior towards women that is unacceptable. No grown-ass man should treat their ex-baby mama, ex-girlfriend, ex-anything like this. You know what? Nobody, nobody seemed to care. He was out rolling with new girls. Now, and here's the thing that blows my damn mind. And this is, again, another reason I'm so grossed out about celebrities. He's literally dating new women, talking about nothing will split up his family and he's going to get his wife back. And these girls still rolled with him. Gross. Gross. Because those, because those women want one thing. Yes. And it's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a letter. It's money. Yeah. Like, because that, that I agree with, like, this is where, when you mentioned it as a PR, this is where it kind of links up to. When there were pictures with uh, uh, Kim and Pete together and there was nothing confirmed, um, immediately you see Kanye with Julia Fox. Immediate. Right? Immediate. And then you're thinking, oh, they're together. But then Julia Fox comes out and says, no, we just had a date and he took me, you know, to the suite. And then there was a, a dressing room for a princess, right? And then what it comes out to be, it was a magazine interview. And he pretty much paid for the whole photo shoot. So all he was doing was gifting her. Then it comes out that it was a potential PR thrust towards Kim and Pete because of the fact that they've been out like that. So they were there. They both were playing this tug of war and Julia Fox got outed as a drug addict by uh, Azealia Banks because Azealia Banks wants to be with Kanye and Julia and, and, and Azealia had this beef and they were passing along these, you know, text messages back and forth. And Julia was calling Banks uh, um, like uh, a needy, like, you know, would do anything to get famous and all that. So Banks reveals a picture of Julia uh, in, in lingerie with uh, holding a needle to her arm and the blood, you know, going down her, her wrist, uh, calling her a drug addict and, and then you you dig deeper, and Julia Fox was even saying in interviews that she she dates billionaires and she hangs with billionaires, and that's her thing, right? So it just shows that she was 
she was there to be a ploy um uh what was the chess piece um a pawn she was a pawn in the, in the game and then now here's this next girl who ends up looking like kim kardashian she's coming out and she's saying um you know oh no he's not thinking about her um but i'm not going to address everything that's going on because there's an nda if you pull it all the way back to uh uh what's her name um amber um Amber Rose. If you pull Amber Rose, if you pull it back to her, she even said that she had an NDA that was signed, so, so she wasn't able to speak on on Kanye. But yet, she has some negative things to say about Kanye as well. Um, do I believe it's a mental health situation? Hell yes, I think there's something going on in that mind of his, and it, and it's and it's getting worse and worse by the day. And I don't think that he has the right team and people that are close to him that can equal out his mother. You know, did you watch the documentary? Uh, I honestly finished it this morning. Uh, amazing documentary. I, I will give it that. Um, it, shout out to Cootie, yeah, and CK for that. Yeah. Man, that documentary, was it great. gave me, it gave me, I will say this if anybody thinks I've been uh too harsh on Kanye on this podcast or uh thinks I, I've treated him unfair, I promise you, my thoughts before the documentary were worse. Um, I am an only child. Uh, I was raised by a single mother. I 100% understand where the confidence of your mother gives you a confidence that the rest of the world cannot give you. Okay. Right. Um, if I'm doing something messed up or if I'm not living right and I, I, if I start to question it and my mom goes, no, baby, you're good. Do you? No one else's opinion matters. And that, that has transferred over time to my wife. My wife has become that confidant. But when I was 15 to 20 ish, if, you know, same, like if I got in trouble in school, I was like, damn, mom's going to be pissed. And she came pick me up. She's like, no, no, you shouldn't have gotten in trouble for that. You were just speaking your opinion or you were just standing up for yourself or you were the, if mom had the sign off and mom said, you're good shit i walked with a whole different step the rest of the day it didn't matter no more and like i if you haven't watched the documentary watch it kanye himself may have made it purely based off the confidence that his mother gave him yep that woman will even right now if she knows he's doing something wrong watch it watch the document she is hyping him right now that woman is a hundred percent invested in her son and you know what? And you know what? And that's what got me when she passed and everything started to unveil. Now, the whole, yeah, to try not to jump back and forth, but that's where it comes to unveil that he didn't have a filter. No, and he never really. He had. was the filter. She was the filter. This concludes a the podcast. Yay. Episode part one. Make sure you rate our show and rate the episode and let us know what you think. And again, you can follow DJ Sabotage on all socials. D-J-S-A-B-O-T-A-J and C-T-G Mark 10. That's C-T-G-M-A-R-1-0. Later days.